At 1.46 p.m. Korea Standard Time, on the 9th of February 2018, the Soviet-era Ilyushin-62, that was the North Korean leader's personal plane, Chammei-2, Goshawk-2, after the national bird of North Korea, touched down. It was the first time an individual of the Mount Pektu bloodline, as the direct descendants of North Korea's dynastic founder Kim Il-sung styled themselves, had set foot on South Korean soil since North Korea's founder himself in July 1950, one month after invading the South. But it was not the current North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, and this was an entirely different kind of North Korean invasion, one the majority of South Koreans embraced. From touchdown, it was nine minutes of taxiing to reach the gate, television viewers eager to catch the first on-screen glimpse of the very important personage were then treated to a further 35 minutes of the contours of the parked plane and nothing else. The tail featuring a big red star, the national emblem, Democratic People's Republic of Korea in Korean stretched along the fuselage. When an air bridge began extending itself towards the plane, a news anchor on one of the major South Korean networks covering the proceedings live gasped in disappointment. Viewers would not, after all, witness the important person grandly exiting the plane. The very first image of the visitor, depending on the TV channel, came more than 40 minutes into the coverage. The nominal head of the North Korean mission, Kim Yong-nam, emerged from the airport building and got into the first of two black sedans. Then, shadowed by a tall, male North Korean bodyguard and a female South Korean bodyguard, a slightly built young woman walked the dozen steps to the second car. Her gaze was still and her posture erect, as though at ease with being the center of a historic moment like this. It had happened so quickly, lamented the TV commentators, and that fleeting glimpse was partially blocked by a structure. But even in those few seconds, something was clear. The visitor was known for her eschewal of heavy makeup, an expert noted. Yet here she seemed to be wearing her thickest makeup yet. What could this mean? Were they sure it was she? Still, it was exciting, the expert mused, because the thickness of her eyeshadow must mean something positive. That she, in her commitment to inter-Korean rapprochement, took her mission most seriously. A few minutes later, as the motorcade began to move, another North Korean bodyguard came into view on the other side of the young woman's car and, along with the first one, jogged alongside the vehicle before jumping into a trailing black SUV. The destination was the KTX, Korea Train Express, station within the airport complex, from where the delegation would travel east by South Korea's state-of-the-art high-speed train to Gangneung. The train, no doubt, would be a first-hand experience of the numerous painful points of stark contrast between the two Korean states. Television networks played and replayed those precious brief seconds of the walk to the car. Some commentators identified a couple of the North Korean officials who had walked out of the airport afterwards. But wait, one newscaster burst out, we have a video clip of her earlier in the VIP room. The new clip, again played over and over, did not disappoint. At last, viewers got a good look at the debutante as she made her highly anticipated stage entrance into the VIP reception room in the airport terminal. Kim Yong-nam entered first, escorted by his South Korean host, Unification Minister Cho Myung-gyun. After a few steps, Kim stopped mid-stride and looked back, as if slightly concerned that he was walking ahead of his more important colleague. The glance caused all heads to turn, and then the woman of the hour walked in with a faint smile on her face. Cameras whirred. 
She maintained her flawlessly erect carriage, her eyes steadily focused on just two or three spots in the room to avoid giving the least impression that she was either excited or anxious. This was Kim Yo-jong, the younger sister of North Korea's supreme leader Kim Jong-un.